0: um everyone ready yep i am ready okay let's go ready three two one hi guys welcome to the first episode of woody talk where we leave our feelings at the door uh my name is quentin mancha and i enjoy talking about movies watching movies and
1: i'm just super excited to get in some conversations with all you guys what's up, y'all i'm Ramiro. i'm uh... The heat freak that y'all saw. I'm also the zombie slash superhero enthusiast and I really can't wait to share all my sci-fi facts with all of you on the way of this podcast.
2: Uh, And finally, uh, my name is Matthew. Uh, Most people call me Matt. Um, And I'm usually outdoors or doing some kind of physical activity like that. And uh, to mirror the others, I'm super excited to be able to just talk and kind of share some of our stories and opinions in a natural sort of format.
0: Yeah, and we really wanted to start off our first episode by kind of explaining who we are and how we all met each other. And it's kind of an interesting story because we all really didn't meet each other until high school. But it's funny because while we met in high school, we didn't really become a friend group really until like senior year. And it was just kind of crazy because I, I don't want to speak for both of y'all here, but I mean, like, I think I met both of y'all freshman year, and my view of y'all completely changed from freshman to senior year. Like, I feel like both of y'all just I had different perspectives on y'all. I don't know if you yeah. felt, y'all felt
1: the same about that. For sure, no. Like, I remember um, freshman year. Uh, I think where I met you, or honestly. Like, like you said, we didn't really like became friends until senior year. And I think part of the reason for that, maybe I don't know if it was just because we had just had different groups or anything. I know me. It was because I was shy, like yeah. new high school, new everything. It was like, oh, um, this high school is a magnet school. It's supposed to be a good school. And I have no friends here. And yeah, it was it was, it was just kind of weird. But I remember I met Quentin. Or I saw him the first time in Latin <laughs> class. We remember freshman Latin. year. Man, yeah, I, I we were we, we, we were in, were in Latin. You, man. <laughs> no, it was definitely Latin. I remember Latin. I mean, I knew you were in there. I never talked to you. Wow. And I met when did y'all have Latin? What period? I don't uh I'm
0: pretty sure I had it first. So first. that was like my first <laughs> yeah
2: I first as well yeah. That's why I... but I don't I literally don't remember either one of y'all. Ooh, it, that's, like it's it, weird it, not yeah. enough, like in, not in a like <laughs> an insensitive way but like i'm pretty sure i had first period latin as well and i i kind of remember quinn but it's like because you know quinn was the typical latin prodigy right they continued oh. on in, in his oh. Quintus. yeah Quintus. but he like i remember him answering questions and stuff but remember, I, I mean i don't remember you at all and i remember like kind of yeah to uh replicate what you just said of
0: i mean i don't like, want to i don't want to be that kid but i definitely sat to your left yeah, <laughs> I yeah like, I
2: and the weird thing you know our high school was so small yeah. but it was like everyone knew each other but no one like you didn't actually know everyone right like yeah you know, yeah like, if you lined everyone up and you i can i'm 98% sure i could name everyone at least their first name mm-hmm. but you know if you're if you, you if you told me to dig any deeper than that i'd be like bro i've got no idea what like,
1: you're yeah, yeah i don't know if you're
2: shy i don't know if you're on a, this team or that team and so i think to kind of to pre- preface all of this is we were saying we didn't really know each other until senior because we didn't actually know. It's like, yeah. it's not the same as, uh, well, I mean, I saw them every day. Right. They're yeah. Smaller, it's... Cause our school was so small, was smaller than like elementary schools here in Texas, but it's um yeah. We didn't actually know each other. And I think I met Ramiro a little bit sooner than I did Quentin. Yeah.
1: Um, um, I, so one thing I remember is matt i knew Quentin mainly because i was friends with these twins at school because they uh, i was in track and, you know i always saw them every day and they were part of a team so i don't want to say we were forced to socialize but it was i had to know my team yeah and i always saw Quentin, you know hanging out with them in the beginning but with matt i the way matt looks right now I'm pretty sure all of y'all have seen our bios, our pictures, and stuff. The way Matt looks right now, he to me, he didn't look that way the first two years. Like I remember Matt, obviously with his braces and everything, and <laughs> it looked. Oh no! Nah. He, like he, <laughs> he looked like he had redder cheeks and shorter hair. He was a bright young man. I was
2: excited to learn, <laughs> and he was way shorter.
1: So. <laughs> When I met Matt, I met voice wasn't I, as deep. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was. I was, I was three. I was like, "What? what did you do? What did you do, baby?" No, so, <laughs> honestly, I met Matt in Intermuros. I remember yeah. to try. I remember starting to get out of my shell a little bit and actually participating and stuff. And I went to Intermuros junior year and sophomore year. I think I saw him more junior year. Mm-hmm. Because I started going to intramurals more. And I think, I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know how. I, mean, I know Quentin, it was a little more natural just because he was always around. And it felt comfortable talking to, to him. Yeah. But um, honestly, the events that led to all of us finally talking to each other kind of blurry. Because it was kind of like, it just <laughs> happened. I remember track was a big part of it yeah
0: yeah um, well, i think it was yeah.
2: different because with ramiro like it was a similar thing but it was you know in intramurals you in looking back intramurals is such a weird concept to like sacrifice half your lunch to just go play games yeah um yeah. like looking back i don't know how why i did that
0: um, especially when we had homework like the next yeah. period.
2: out of interviews and you're like sweating and you're all gross the rest of the day. Yep. Um, regardless. Uh I remember my first like thoughts and ideas about Ramiro being through um mutual friends of past relationships. And like remember hearing about Ramiro and like, you know, because the person I was dating at the time was friends with the person Ramiro was dating at the time. Mm. And, you know, hearing about, but, you know, it was, as Ramiro said, like very shy, like that's, that's, you know, from what I was being told, I was like, man, it's like, I kind of know who he is, but yeah, like never more than that. But then through track, as Ramiro said, it's kind of like you're forced to suffer with these, you know your peers <laughs> it's like you this kind of suffering. bond through it's you know if, you, if anyone's ever been on like any organized team if you don't know those people you're gonna know them really quickly because you bond through like this you know training and uh just
1: suffering Pain. yeah coaches yeah.
2: or whatever so it's like
1: url links
2: Yeah, seeing through <laughs> years when i really like me and miro really became friends and you too quinn like quinn was another person that i was like okay I know he, like, I know about him and I knew his name. We were friends. Like, no one was ever mean, really, at our high school. Even if, whether you were popular or not popular, like, you could
0: Everyone was just friendly with one another. Yeah, but
2: that doesn't mean you were friends, right? Yeah. It
0: it was, like, again, more of, like, an acquaintance kind of thing. But I would say, of course, as we go through, like, the years from, like, of course, like, freshman, sophomore, junior, out of seniors – not only like obviously we became closer but like uh, everyone else did too but well the whole like thing of like how we all kind of came together i feel was obviously like a large part of track because we all kind of like just connected there because i know like i was in tennis before track and i joined track because i was like you know what like i need to i need to start getting into something because I don't know, like junior year, I was putting on a lot of weight and I was like, this, is, this isn't this is what I want to do anymore. So I was like, let me go and go to track. And I know Matt, I know that like you had like basketball, but then you transitioned to track. And yeah, then... I, mean,
2: I was playing basketball and I reached the point in my, I'll say basketball career. It wasn't not much of a career, but it, in high school where I was like, okay, I either need to go all the way in on basketball and give up like trying to do on high school or I need to, you know, go all the like, basically pick, right? Yeah. And I decided, hey, you know, I'm 5'11. I'm probably not going to get any taller at this point <laughs> in my life. <laughs> um, so I, you know, chose school. And junior year was really the year that like it started to affect me of like it wasn't depression or anything. It was just like, man, I miss doing like just, you know, using my athleticism, right? I have these really long legs and I enjoy running and doing this. And yeah. So I was like, you know what, senior year I joined the track team, and that's that's when I met really met you, Miro, and I like started to get into your humor and you know we met- <laughs> Yeah. yeah. For like those of
0: you had- that don't know Ramiro, he's got a very, very particular sense it's of humor. Not even
1: particular. It's dark i say some of the most messed up things only amongst my close friends that are comfortable yeah. doing it i'm not going to disrespect anyone if they don't feel comfortable with it
2: but um yeah we met through Thomas and we had that that year we also had study hall together and so that was
1: yeah and we <laughs> you
2: know um after track or before track like we traveled together we all went to practice so i really ended up spending a lot of time with maria Take him home when he needed a ride, or we'd hang out when we could, blah, blah, blah. And Quentin, the same thing. Um, yeah. It probably wasn't as dramatic with Quentin, just because, you know, he was doing other activities. And I didn't really have any other classes with you, Quentin.
0: It was really just track that kind of just kind of yeah, brought I mean, us all together. There <laughs> yeah. Time. Okay. But well, that's because I, I had mean... other
1: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think what really brought us closer to Quentin because Matt and I had track and that brought us closer but I think what really brought us closer to Quentin and maybe some of our uh, other friend other friends that are in a friend group is Fortnite. I remember I remember yeah I remember one of our friends they were talking about Fortnite at our lunch table and you know we kind of just ask each other hey do y'all play And stuff, and and we're like, yeah, and like, what do y'all play on PlayStation? Like, oh, word, what's your gamer tag? And from there, kind of just, we we just kind of started playing with each other a lot. Yeah. And I, I think that's where I I truly, truly believe that's where Quinton we bonded more with Quinton, and (laughs) mainly because Because I'm pretty sure sure all of y'all saw. It's like, a- I'm pretty sure all of y'all saw our graduation picture that Quinton posted on this bio yeah. where we're carrying Quentin. That means something, <laughs> it means that we, we would always Total carry simple. him literally, carry him. We were all so tired, our <laughs> backs ached, my back got worse. I have scoliosis already.
2: Well, I mean, it was like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know to the extent of what Quentin knew, and I'm to backtrack just a little bit. I I'm forgetting to mention that me and Quinn also had statistics our senior year together. Oh, I forgot. Um, so that, was a, bro. that was a, really <laughs> a lot of good friends. That was, you know, where a lot of our friend group kind of like was curated. So yeah. on both sides of the coin, I was able to you know mold my friendships with Quinn and Ramiro just in different areas. Um, but going back, I mean, I don't know if Quinn, you know, this, but it got to the point because what Fortnite was four players, right? Yeah. yeah four players per team so it was like if you were playing and quentin was on like you were the way you would play is if you were playing with three people
0: oh for sure yeah and like if
2: it was, <laughs> if it was just like in this example if it was me and Ramiro and quentin and the, we were the only ones to get on like we wouldn't play fortnite because it would be basically a 2v4 the entire match yep and it was and it you know it's <laughs> disrespect it's just like it was Best no, best no, best. no! I, good, I, I don't right? take it as disrespect. Yeah. You yeah. do You don't you get on the I game how bad the entire time, right? <laughs> yeah, um, but it was like even though it sucked, and we're we're making it seem more dramatic than it was. Not, not Quentin being bad because he was really bad, but very true. It was still fun. <laughs> like, you play and you're you're having fun, like you know, you're Quentin screaming because he can't do this or can't do that, and you're laughing. Like even though you, you may not be winning, it's. You're creating these memories, and it's a whole lot of fun. And that's um, where
0: I feel like our, like again, like Hovermer said, our friendship really kind of was solidified by Fortnite. And that was at a time when Fortnite was at its, at well, its peak, but it was coming out. It was, out. Oh, like, it, was it was new, and it was interesting because, keep in mind, like we were graduating, like this was around like 2017, 2018, and this this new game, Fortnite, had come out with like a battle royale kind of feel and i mean i don't know about y'all but that was like the first experience that i had with like a battle royale and it was completely new completely different and yeah i sucked but i mean i had fun because i don't know like obviously it was a new game like i said so like you have fun with like new stuff like that but i mean i gotta play with some new people that i had known but I was able to solidify those relationships almost over like a game like Fortnite, you know, I feel like that's,
1: that's interesting and cool, you know? Yeah. And honestly, like don't, we say Quentin like, was bad at those games, but honestly, I feel like it's because correct me if I'm wrong, Quentin, you didn't really like play yeah. any video games before that.
0: So, so it was, it was yeah. kind of like,
1: you weren't used to it a little bit. At least so, those types of games.
0: I know that y'all y'all played a lot of Call of Duty and stuff growing up. Whereas like with me, I think I touched a COD game maybe when I was like maybe like ten or eleven, and then I just I I never played a, another Call of Duty game like after that. So Fortnite and like first person shooters, like all those kinds of games, those that, that was like the like first time I actually I would say I'd really been playing it. Because keep in mind, I was the kind of kid that bought a PlayStation 4 and then just let it sit there for like, what, like four years until like a game that actually came out and I would actually play it because I don't think I ever used my PlayStation 4 to actually play like a decent game. I think I probably just watched like movies and Netflix on it the most up until like we started playing Fortnite, which sounds sad and a waste of like four or $500. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought it was cool to have a PlayStation 4. So I was like, I kinda want one, but but yeah, I, I know that you guys you kind of played a lot more than me, um, with like, yeah. like first person
1: shooters and stuff like that, Mr. Prime Zombie guy. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, I didn't start playing first person shooters till maybe when I started middle school, um, mm-hmm. before the first ever console that I owned was a Sega Genesis, and I Whoa. remember I remember the only reason I owned those was because mm-hmm. obviously my, my dad was was really into video games, the old, old ones. like mm-hmm. My favorite video game to this day, and this is my first video game mm-hmm. actually, is Centipede. I oh, love, man. love, love, love <laughs> Centipede. Centipede, Galaga, Pac-Man, you name it. I used yeah. to play Sonic, the old Mario Bros., And eventually I started getting, you know, I started asking for more, more systems, right? I started got the Sega Genesis. I got the GameCube, Game Boys, all that kind of stuff. So I played more arcadey games when I was younger and even before I owned a system. Mm -hmm. So I, I come from Mexico Mm -hmm. and we used to have like in Mexico, it's a lot different than here. Like in each corner of each street you'd see like a little house, right? And there'd be a bunch of like posters of like Coca-Cola, whatever. And we knew that that was like a little like mini store that someone put up. And you just literally just walk into someone's house. They have everything. It looks like a little gas station and you'd buy stuff. And sometimes they'd have like a little game machine there. And in my neighborhood, they, they had that. They had those little old style arcade games where you put one, two pesos for like 10 minutes and you'd play the old style games. And that's kind of how I started playing video games. And then eventually, once I came to the United States, mm. uh, I met friends. You know, they introduced me to stuff. They introduced me to the Xbox. And that's when they introduced me to Call of Duty Black Ops 1. And I was like, oh, cool. This is a cool game. I kind of wanted. So, you know, it kind of lifted off from there in my first person shooter um career to this day yeah um i think,
2: I think mine you know first person shooter my fa- i think my first person first person shooter was on the nintendo ds the
1: ds it was,
2: <laughs> it was mw2 uh call of duty modern warfare 2 and um yeah I don't remember what age it, I remember having a teen rating and I wasn't a teen so maybe I was 11 or 12 and I remember well let me let me start off I guess let me yeah let me backtrack from there okay um, my first game uh, was super monkey ball on the game boy oh <laughs> yes, I remember bro. that was so and, fun and you know you're uh... on- <laughs> taking on the airplane you know you're in the car you're you know so from super monkey ball then it was you know mario Bros, super smash bros yeah you know i can't even remember the other game boy they had hot wheels what else also you know you know like 2d stuff yeah and i heard super monkey ball was like you know ahead of its time in that sense of where like kind of 3d world you can kind of like move the camera around and you're not just going from left side of the screen to the right Mm -hmm. um and so that evolved, and, you know, a boy, you know, in, in a boy's life, you go from wanting to play E10 and up to playing teen games, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like Madden 20. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. So, yeah, I must have been 11 or 12, because I remember my parents' argument being that I wasn't a teen, right?
0: Yeah. Um, You're not that- old enough to play that game. <laughs> yeah, so... Why I never played COD. I remember
2: creating PowerPoint (laughs) on why I should get, like, why I was old enough and mature enough to play MW2 on this Nintendo DS. PowerPoint. You know, I presented it to them and there's slides on how there's, you know, the um, the the blood doesn't look real. Oh, it looks like Jello. It's not even realistic. It's I'm one (laughs) one or two years away from teen. All my friends have it. Like, you know, each point has its own slide with pictures and. You know, these animations. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking back, I'm pretty sure I didn't convince them of anything. Right. <laughs> um, but I just kind of
1: like, here, have it.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it was probably half of like, it, we'll give it to you just so you stop. But I think <laughs> the other half of it was like, you you put in this effort to create this PowerPoint of like, why you should get this game.
0: They were like, your Microsoft skills have impressed us. Let's go <laughs> yeah. get you this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: um, and then from there, I think it, I think after that, maybe Nintendo DS, I think I got a PS3 and you know, you're playing 2K and Madden. And, you know, from that point I had upgraded to T, T, T for teen games. Mm-hmm. And now I wanted to get MW2 on the PS3 and that one, you know, there's better graphics, obviously you're going from Nintendo DS to a PS3. Um And that one was rated M and that, you know, I took, I took the same approach, didn't work. (laughs) Um, Maybe four months later, it was at Christmas. You know, I was like, well, maybe I'll get it. I'm not in hopes. Like I'll just ask for a gift card and get a different game and I got it. And that's really where from like MW2 on um, I started playing it. Cause I remember playing like black ops zombies at my friend's house and like all that stuff yeah but you know it's it's not the same you know and i don't think i actually got into multiplayer until high school um Hmm. because you know i did play games but I, i played a lot of basketball and that was a lot of my attention um from middle school on until about mid high school yeah and so about early high school probably like freshman year is where like i started caring about multiplayer and that's when it you know converted me like now i can't play a single player game unless it's like amazing
0: yeah, yeah. Um, me, it's just i feel that
2: this is where i might get some hate but you know i'm a battlefield fran- franchise kind of guy even though i started with <laughs> Call of duty um and i know if you don't know battlefield 6 <laughs> reveal trailer just er, sorry battlefield 2042 uh the reveal <laughs> trailer dropped today and i I've been giddy all day because I'm super excited. But in Battlefield, it's, you know, the whole thing is multiplayer. If you ask anyone who's in the gaming industry, Battlefield t- makes terrible campaigns. Um, whereas Call of Duty, it's like, that's, the, you know, you're it's half campaign and you're half doing it for the multiplayer. You're half doing it for the zombies, right?
0: Yeah, except for Cold
2: If you're buying a Battlefield <laughs> game, you're, you're going in knowing it's going to be terrible, you know? Yeah. And you know, the, even with to further support that, the reveal trailer that was dropped today, and like you go in and look at the other details, like Battlefield twenty forty two, their most recent game, isn't going to have a campaign. Like they've just given up entirely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I think that's where it really started and started to evolve for you into mm-hmm. like a way to socialize. You know, you're not just playing a game, but you're socializing and making friends and it it creates this weird scenario of like you like i don't know if you all have ever done this but you you have a friend online and then you meet in person for the first time yeah and you're it's 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 awkward because it's like i have not done that like i don't know necessarily what to say um but yeah it's it's interesting but it's it's
0: an interesting yeah kind of concept because like i mean just like I mean obviously you don't know this person at all but in the realm of like a voice chat or uh just like a game when you're playing with other people like I don't know about y'all but like I feel more open than like in like a normal like setting or conversation just because like I mean obviously like you have stuff to do and like you need to be able to communicate with your team and that's that's like a obviously a big part of like Uh, multiplayer and especially like battle royales and stuff like that because you're trying to win so i feel like getting to the point and however that point may be especially like like how we said earlier like like y'all would carry me like like super hard and stuff like that all of that kind of led up to like that stronger bond and socialization between us because yeah like i would say half of it well actually you know what i'd say about 90 percent of the reason i was bad was because i had no thumbs and i just couldn't play (laughs) but like i would say another part of it would be like like how matt would always get after me like like bro like where's your awareness he's right behind you or stuff like that or like communication like stuff like that and i'd be like that would be a big thing and i feel like obviously that kind of helps um when you meet new people because i don't know it's like if someone's kind of coming up on your guy you don't want to just be like a like yeah that guy's that guy's right there you need to scream at him you know it's like and i don't know it's a it's a weird kind of concept of meeting people because within seconds you're already screaming at them like like hey like they're on like they're on they're on your back or hey like on your right or stuff like that and it's just it's crazy and i feel like that kind of speeds up the process for those people that are like maybe a little bit shyer or not like as social maybe um and yeah I I just,
1: it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely a really good way to kind of bring people together. You know, you're, I don't know. I feel like gaming. Okay. I I was going to say something, but immediately I thought of the games I've played and I contradicted myself. I was going to say game, the gaming community is very wholesome or very accepting, but then you (laughs) go into modern warfare lobbies (laughs) and it's like, well, like the industry
2: not the industry is, is in itself is welcoming certain sub communities of games are less <laughs> yeah like, games a of little like, you little know toxic. dark souls and that stuff it's like you need games with higher skill ceilings yeah tend to be um less welcoming because it's like you know we run into a situation with cute like you don't want to be the guy that's losing the entire time because you're trying to teach someone
1: yeah it's just more competitive think,
2: yeah like the more competitive it is i think the worse it gets but overall i i'm gonna agree with you even though we don't have good modern day examples of yeah play that are probably really welcoming
1: and it's yeah. funny maybe like minecraft
2: fall guys there's fall guys, <laughs> fall guys. <laughs> well, i don't
1: know man. sometimes i'd be Okay, well I mean I scream at everything. But it doesn't
2: really take (laughs) playing power to like so he's
1: he's like a little size, a little size Mm -hmm. (laughs) here's a good question. Um um, so we're always talking about how Quentin uh, was bad at video games and you know the the competitiveness of it. Yeah, but what game do y'all do y'all feel confident in that y'all are like the best at what the best, game are you the best at? At well,
0: I mean, so I'll kind of I'll kind of tie this in to like another point that I was I was kind of touch on, but as a as a very young child, uh, one of the first things that I received was uh, a GameCube, and for me the Ooh. GameCube that was that was my system. I still I'm gonna be honest, I still have it every once in a while. Um, I'll play and just. My my main games I would play were, like, Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Sunshine. I grinded so many hours on that as a child. It's crazy. But, obviously, like, the next step up from that was the Wii. And the Wii came out with um, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. And I remember um, we went over to, like, a family gathering. And, like, um, a bunch of my cousins were there. And they had the Wii. And they also had Super Smash Bros. Brawl. I had no idea what it was, but they had played previously on like Nintendo 64. So they had been playing like Brawl for, or not Brawl, but Super Smash Bros. for a while. So I was first introduced to that game at their house. And I literally remember the car ride home. I I, I needed the game. I, I mean, I needed that game so bad because it was one of the best games I had ever played. And I was like, you know what? I just... I, I just told my parents, I said, I need this game. And I believe if it wasn't for Christmas, it was for my birthday. It was one of the two, but I got the game and I, I just, that was my game from that point on. I would take it to my friend's houses and I'd be like, Hey, like I have this new game and be trying it out. And I remember I just go off every single time. And it's because it's that was knows. my game. Yeah, exactly.
2: Really pub stomping. <laughs>
0: And it's funny because that, like, I mean, I always grew up playing Mario games and stuff like that, but this was, like, the first kind of time I actually felt, like, competitiveness towards a game because it's, and, I mean, it's a multiplayer game if you're playing with, like, other people and stuff like that, but I had never really felt that playing, like, games like, like I said, like, Super Mario Sunshine, Spider-Man, those are story-based games, whereas, like, Super, um, Super Smash Bros. Brawl was, like, an actual like a like 1v1v1 or like team or whatever it's like that i feel like it was what sparked um, sparked a, a competitiveness towards like video games for me um like going forward and stuff like that because i don't it just it introduced a different element that i had never seen in a game really because like i said i I'd, I'd been playing like gamecube games and stuff like that up until then so for me obviously like um, I, I would say I'm I'm not I know I'm not the best at brawl because like there's tournaments and stuff
1: like that, but I mean I could hold You're my own. Good at it, yeah. I was You're like pretty, I'm pretty good. good, good. I'm pretty good. I got you. I got you. No, dude, if you challenge me at the the um Super Mario bro, it's no, I'm 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 horrible at those types of games. Honestly, now any type of Nintendo game, including like just Mario Kart or something like that, I am <laughs> horrible. Literally. It's so frustrating. And it's funny because those are the kind of games I'm good at. <laughs> no, the, both everyone, I think everyone that knows me knows my answer for the type of game that I'm good at. <laughs> but um, when I was uh, what 10 years old, maybe 10 or 9, I got the PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to Best Buy and I saw Guitar Hero. Oh, It nah. was it was. I thought just, you were going to say
0: zombies. <laughs> no, 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 no! Guitar Hero. Targo. Yeah.
1: Guitar, and I, I remember, I, I wanted it so bad, but back in the day, it was so expensive. The little guitar that you get is so, so expensive. Yeah, it's like sixty bucks on top of the game. <laughs> yeah, but I was able to get it as a present mm-hmm. for I think I don't know if it was Christmas or my birthday. It was, it was a present, and I got a Guitar Hero Two with it and i just i started off obviously on easy i could barely hit the notes and stuff but you know 20 years later not 20 years later like like a little you you know till today it i just kind of i don't know i just got better i just got better i started playing on expert and then guitar hero arcade started uh (laughs) coming out at um different arcades like dave and busters Chuck E. cheese and it had two guitars and you could challenge people and with it and i would always challenge people and you know most people I, I don't know if most people just didn't play guitar hero or didn't put the time into practice or get used to it mm-hmm. but obviously they would pick like easy medium hard maybe at most if they're like like they had fun with it but they never like truly truly dedicated and i'm only yeah. here on expert hitting every single note and they're like whoa dude like what the heck but i think my choice would definitely be guitar hero i mean zombies yeah i am the prime zombie guy <laughs> but no i think i the most confident game i feel like could like beat people in is guitar hero for yeah, sure I I have
2: videos of you playing the song backwards like I, mean, like I don't mean oh he knows it backwards. I mean he's literally not facing the screen.
0: He's hitting like, every single
2: no,
0: and it's on expert. <laughs> and, you know, hitting like streaks, like it's crazy. And for me, like the funniest part of that is that, like he doesn't. He doesn't like show like like yeah like I'm the best and I'm playing it. No, he's just like chilling there, like like he just like standing, just like um, strumming it. along, and he's just like he, he literally you you couldn't even tell that he's playing the game. But like, there's so many notes that are just coming all consecutively, and he's just like chilling there, just like oh yeah, and he's not even facing the screen, and you're, like that, that's that's how like Ramiro's version of I got better was he's the best now <laughs> cuz that's how bro, it's crazy like i remember the first time i saw him play it was it was ridiculous uh i think for me i'm trying to think what game i guess
2: what game i'd say i'm the best at is the just anything in the battlefield series yeah uh yeah if it's battlefield related i feel and like i'm genuinely trying and i'm not messing around i can comfortably say that i can find myself in the top two people on the scoreboard regardless game mode regardless whatever specifically battlefield 4 is probably my game um i'm hoping that the game that just released is gonna take its place hopefully it's a good game uh, so i don't need to continue to play a game that came out in 2014
1: Dang, Um, dude, it's that old already. It's been
2: that long since there's been a decent Battlefield game. Yeah. But yeah, comfortably, any Battlefield game that if I had to pick one game, Battlefield 4, I mean, I have over 500 hours into that game. Granted, that's over what we're 2021 seven years. That's crazy. Um, But that's still a lot of hours for a game to just kind of just be playing the same thing over and over again.
1: Yeah. Honestly, there the times that we've played, there'd be times where I'm like, "Bro, we're getting pooped on. I'm not having fun. I have 3 <laughs> kills and 20 deaths." What the and I see Matt 40 kills, 3 deaths. Like, yeah. what how? Like how, literally how? <laughs> what are you doing?
2: It's just a different pace Like, I know a lot of people enjoy Call of Duty. Um, and you know, like it's just Call of is really fast-paced. What is what is what's the term? Is it twitch shooter? Like a, a are they called Twitch shooters where it's like if you get the first shot, like you more than likely get the kill? I think so. I'm think. not sure. Yeah, I'm gonna probably say it wrong, but I think it's a, considered a Twitch shooter, like an arcadey Twitch shooter. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, as Call of Duty games are coming out, they get more arcadey and they get more gimmicky. Um, yeah. But I just, I mean, I've been decent. You know, if you're if you play a lot of first person shooters, you'll always be decent. You can. Hand someone a different game, and you can get they'll get a few kills, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Battlefield, I just understand the pace and the gameplay. Like it just there's something about it that I understand, but uh it's definitely one of my favorite games. And there's that's I think that's what really really curated the whole like I can't play games by myself anymore because <laughs> yeah, Battlefield. It's like there's so many cool moments that I'm like. I'm like, oh, look, that just happened, and then I'm if I'm playing by myself, I can't like share that with anybody, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: like it gets boring. Like, yeah, it was cool, and like it's enough to keep you playing. But you're like, well, like I don't know. It's it's a weird thing to kind of explain.
1: Um, and it's very it's very interesting how like like you said this game came out in 2014, yet you still play it. And I I know you told us that this is where you met um our friend Andrew. Right, mm-hmm. through yeah, Battlefield? And Andrew, we... I mean, Andrew probably has just as many hours in that game as,
2: as I do, because we... I mean, it was freshman year, and I hadn't decided if I was going to go to my home high school, which was Clark, um, to play basketball or do whatever. Mm-hmm. But I... Yeah, I went... So I was going to their boot camp, their athletic boot camp, and he was going there to play football. And that's where, that's literally where it started. He was just like, oh, like I've got a PS4. And I was like, oh yeah, what game do you, like what games did we share? And we didn't have any in common until, say, Battlefield 4. And at that point, I wasn't good at Battlefield 4. Like, I I, I barely played because I didn't like playing by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we would spend, I mean, I kid you not, hours upon hours. Like, you know, playing games and t- just talking and like we'd be up until like six in the morning, just cool. playing question <laughs> games. Like, oh, like what's your like? You know, here's a scenario. What would you do in this? Or who do you like more between these two people? Like just random stuff. Yeah, while playing this game. Yeah. And yeah, that's really where it started for that game.
1: It's very and, interesting because like yeah. right now, like y'all are still friends. Like yeah. y'all, y'all went to the same college and we kind of we room with each other and we're still friends we still hang we still hang out with each other and i feel like it's kind of like the same with us i mean just the journey that we've taken really us going you know to separate colleges going separate ways even this whole covid mess i mean it was it's 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 been getting harder and harder to be able to hang out like we used to yeah in high school and video games have really kept us close it's given us like a like a way to
0: still keep in touch and like feel like we're still connected i mean obviously like we we keep up with each other all the time but it's it's nice seeing a text from y'all and just being like hey like when we get on or stuff like that and then we all hop on and we all just get a chance to like talk and and scream at each other and just you know it's just like that that kind of experience I feel is something that's helped us continue our relationships with our friends and stuff like that. And it's it's crazy that it started out that like I mean like I know like we said earlier how like like I sucked at video games stuff like that. But like (laughs) I don't want to brag, but the evolution is there when it comes to my gameplay. Definitely definitely. (laughs) Like, Like I went from not having thumbs to actually like like just being able to, like, I can go off on myself now. I don't need a babysitter, that kind of stuff, you know? Like, that's that's just, that's crazy. And, I mean, a large part of it is because of y'all. Like, because, like, like I said, like, when you're, when you're with people, especially, like, like, obviously it helped because, like, I know you guys, but, like, with, like, new people, it comes down to communication. And when you guys be like, hey, like, try this instead of that or do this instead of that, and it's, like, almost like a coaching kind of way that was that kind of built up my my video game experience and i don't know i feel like i'm a i'm a better player because of that you know and it's like i just think that's such a cool experience because i don't know like i i, I sucked at video games like that before but now i can like i said i can hold my own on that
2: yeah well kind of building off what Mirror was kind of going on um kind of hinting at there's like not only did it keep us together, but it like through that constant communication of like, you know, every, at least every other day getting on and, you know, talking, oh man, what did you do to have, you know, you're, it's like when you do meet up, like we, you know, we just all met up the other day and it wasn't really that awkward, even though we hadn't seen UQ um, in like a year if not more because of covid right but it really wasn't that awkward because we've known what's been going on for your life that entire time yeah um and it's like video games this is like going off a little bit on a rant and gonna become a little more sappy than just oh what's your favorite video game but it's it's like it's not just a way to communicate and a way to do stuff. But like you know it's a way to de-stress and it's a way to you know get through stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go into details, but I remember even in high school when I was going through stuff in my social life that, you know, we'd get on. I'd be like, guys, I need to talk. And we'd get on and play Fortnite. We're in the middle of playing Fortnite games having these super deep conversations about, you know, what this could mean or what I should do about this and blah, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, You know, and I attribute a lot of getting through what I was going through to, you know, having those deep talks. I, I think I can confidently say if I hadn't, like if we hadn't been talking about what we were talking and the way we did it, and it wasn't with y'all, I think I'd still be, like I wouldn't have gone through that stuff. Yeah, I'd still be where I was, you know, junior, senior year. Um, so it, it, it's kind of crazy how, like, stresses can be cured or you know you can like not you're not just creating these great friendships but like they actually mean something right i can yeah. i can say oh man he's my friend but it's like would you tell that person you know your deepest darkest secret and i can comfortably be say, between all of us that like i probably know some of your deepest darkest secrets mm-hmm. and i know your sense of humor i know yeah what makes you mad what makes you sad like you know through these scenarios of like um just by purely playing a game that costs what 45 60 dollars
0: every other day and it's funny because we talk about all this stuff and this is more or less the foundation of how we started this podcast because there'd be times where yeah we would be playing video games or stuff like that for instance like the latest thing that we've always been playing it for like the past year was Warzone. And oh no, <laughs> <laughs> and with Warzone, it can get kind of aggravating sometimes because you're Kinda. not always okay. It could get really aggravating sometimes because you- you're not always, it- it's just a bunch of sweats now. And it's like, no, but we're just bad. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there will be times where we're like, you know what, like, let's just, let's just take a break and we'll bring up a conversation and just talk. And yeah and the funny thing is is we all have different opinions for instance like ramira and i can never agree on like music or tv shows or anything and it's 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 funny because through it all we're still friends we i understand that he has his own things that he prefers and i understand that i have my own things that i prefer and it's it's cool and all of that kind of started with us just playing video games and I feel like that's just again like I said that's the foundation of what this podcast is because we like we all respect each other's opinions through it all obviously like we'll we'll take little hits and stuff like that especially like like how like the guys joke about like how I'm bad but like I've learned to accept that not only because I was but because it's like again it's it's just things that we say and that's like again like how we say like check your feelings at their door because it's at the end of the day, it's just we're just talking back and forth, and we know that we're going to be friends at the end of the day. We all have different opinions and stuff like that, but it's it's just a conversation.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> honestly, whenever we do have our conversations, like even if it gets to the point were like bro okay no like i'm actually disagreeing with you like what are you talking (laughs) about like honestly i still have fun yeah i i I still have a lot of fun having these types of conversation because i know that like you said like even if we we understand each other enough to the point that we can even throw a little bit of of banter around and we'll all still be good we can call each other I mean Quentin has called me all types of things which is a story <laughs> for another time yeah and you know it's it's fun it's 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 fun and that's why I I, I was really excited about starting this podcast because I feel like there's a lot of people out there as well who are probably in the same situation as us where like they like having these types of conversations without, you know, someone telling them, oh, you can't, you can't say that, or that's not allowed or, you know, getting punished for whatever reason. And just for it's, having it's, like a it's, different it's, opinion. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's honestly, it's, what's the word? Not exhilarating, like relieving. It's just yeah. Yeah. That we can it's actually good. do this. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like,
0: I know that, through it like I could say something to you and you could say something to me but I know that we're, we're still friends at the end of it and it's not even like a like a oh like surface level like yeah like oh still be friends no like we can be talking about anything and if you and I don't agree that doesn't mean we can't be friends because of that you know and I feel like that's something that obviously like we miss out on today is like, if, if you're like, you know what, this person doesn't like that. Oh, I can't really talk to them anymore. Well, it's why not? Like, it's a different side of what you see. And for me, at least I find that interesting because if someone is able to see something differently than you do, I just, I find that so interesting because it's like, I want to know why I want to know how I want to know what leads them to that. But at the end of the day, I respect that they believe that because it's their opinion, and I'm not gonna change that, and I wouldn't expect them to change mine. So, I just I like that we can be able to talk with one another and feel that way with y'all.
2: Yeah, and well, and I think a quick disclaimer is we're not telling anyone um to like you know tolerate all opinions. There's definitely some things that are you know in later podcasts and stuff that we'll talk about. Yeah, and in life that you're gonna come inco- like encounter. that's like y- there are some things that are not okay. Right. And yeah. That's just, yeah. that's facts. Right. So we're not saying like, you know, if something's racist or, you know, uh, just straight up terrible, like you can tolerate it and you need to, you know, tolerate that person. Like we're not saying don't call people out, don't do that stuff. But I think what we're trying to drive home is the fact that it's on a, you know, that's very ma- macro and that's a big deal. Um, but even on a micro scale, like people, you know, I'm, I'm not going to talk about politics and all that stuff, but it's like, if I have opinion A and that person has opinion B, like that doesn't mean you can't have a, a like a civil discussion about it. And exactly. you know, at the end of the day, if you have that discussion and you still feel the same way, that's, that's perfectly fine. But I've, you know, going through college and you know, I'm still very young, I'm only 21. Um, And I don't have that much life experience in that grand scheme of things. But I'd say growing up in today's culture, and and the generation I have, you know, it's, I'm noticing that it's, you're safer if you just don't share your opinion. Um, Yeah, and Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's, that's perfectly fine. But I'm the thing we're trying to drive home is have that conversation. It's okay to have that conversation and come out with the same opinion, but now maybe you know where that person's coming from. You can still deem that they're wrong, right? You can still believe that they're wrong even after you do it. But people, I've noticed that they, you know, if I have this opinion and someone else has another opinion, they might think that I just have this opinion just because someone told me to. Like, maybe I really do have good reasons, right? The same thing you know, that the person that is fighting on the other side truly thinks they're doing the right thing right yeah Um, they're they're doing it for their family or they're doing it for whatever reason you know that's an extreme case you can't ask that person on the other side of that battle like what's happening Mm -hmm. but it it's important to have these kind of discussions in a tolerable way and once again i'm gonna say it's the last time but it's you don't have to change your opinion but maybe just listen and maybe it'll change your opinion or maybe vice versa. Maybe you'll be able to change their mind, but it's, it's important to be able to have those kind of discussions without taking everything personal.
0: Yeah. And to offense, because not everything yeah. is meant to do that. It's again, like for instance, we can talk back and forth all day. And I know that these guys don't like, they don't take jabs at me because they're like, Oh, like they're like, we're out to get you. It's all personal. Cause it's, it's not we're just being buddies you know it's like we and obviously like we've we've had that rapport with one another but it's just like that that's that's our friend group there and the way we like we go back and forth with each other like that
2: and like i said it's not to say that there aren't wrong things There are definitely very wrong we yes. have proven for a long time that this is not okay but on a much smaller scale it's interesting and refreshing to have those kind of discussions um where like you can have completely opposite opinions and still meet sometimes even meet in the middle ground and be like yeah no I do agree I think you are right but this is why you know I'm choosing my and I think that's what we're the aim of this podcast is is to discuss some of those topics. Um, you know we're gonna and this is kind of moving on into like the format and that's what we're gonna discuss in just a little bit but mm-hmm. the, the format of this podcast is to tackle maybe some of those bigger topics we're gonna have large topics you know very controversial stuff to very funny stuff like um there's it's gonna be a large spectrum of things but that's kind of the whole check your feelings at the door is what we're saying it's our opinions and we're not telling you you need to change yours it's just hey this is what we think and you know there's no we're not this what we're saying is not the truth it's not right it's not wrong it can be anywhere from in the middle like everyone is still entitled to their own opinion and mm-hmm. it's important to not lose sight of that um but we're really excited to be able to bring some of these ideas to this podcast and hopefully create like a safe space for people to just listen and be like yeah no i do agree and we want to encourage people to have those kind of discussions with friends and family and People they don't know. Because um, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just that's such a valuable skill. I mean, going through college, you you learn that you need to communicate with people and even if you don't you just can't stand them, right? Yeah. You know, the professor, whoever, you know, let's take it past college, your employer doesn't care if you like them. They've got you yeah. need to get this done. So even if it's just learning how to tolerate through these conversations, it's the same thing. And it's something super valuable that I mean, I know if I was an employer, that would be the first thing I ask is like, how are you with, you know, <laughs> hearing an opinion that very, like very much upsets you, mm-hmm. but how are you going to handle it? Not what are you going to say? How are you going <laughs> to prove that you're right? Like, what are you going to do to, well, maybe tolerate it, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess with that, I we can kind of expose what's behind the curtains of the format. Yeah. Of this podcast. So this podcast isn't necessarily, or this episode isn't necessarily how it's going to be every episode. So this is episode one, and we all collaboratively came together and figured out how we wanted, what we wanted the topic to be, how we wanted the layout to be, um, kind of some talking points, right? But what we're going to do from this point on is we're going to incorporate what we're calling a hosting concept. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll let Quentin kind of talk more about that. that. Yeah.
0: So as far as like hosts go, we're planning on doing having a topic each week that we cover. And one of us will, will be someone like called the expert of that topic. So for instance, if I were to talk about something like sports or movies or something like that, that week I would kind of control the conversation, meaning that they would just go back and forth and I would be kind of not mediating, but steering the conversation so we're able to get through it. Because at the end of the day, I may know a lot about movies, but if let's say like Ramirez is a host next time around and he picks something that I don't know anything about, then it would be his turn to help me kind of guide myself into that because our, our goal isn't just like just to be like okay we want to just talk about one thing that we all know about and then not talk about things that we don't our goal is to kind of expand and talk about things that we may not know a whole bunch about but we want to learn about and then we kind of go from there and we have conversations about what we do know what we don't know and stuff like that so that's more or less what the layout will be going on um, of just having that host kind of for that week talking about things that we want to talk about and like matt said we can go from very very serious topics to very comedic topics that just like are kind of silly and comical so i think that's gonna offer uh a wide um, variety when it comes to um debates and talking and opinions and stuff like that Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. And the goal with that is to one, uh, you know, encompass a large spectrum of from silly and comedic to serious and controversial topics in our modern day.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but while also doing that, you can, you can start to understand and learn more about each one of our own personalities and each one of our own experiences. Yeah. So through the hosting concept, or concept, right, Um, I'm more likely to, when I'm hosting that week, I'm more likely to pick a topic and host the topic that I'm familiar with. So you won't see me hosting a concept on, you know, anime or something like that. That might be something more towards who who is, well, is far more versed in that kind of, um, like, I guess scene is the right word. Yeah. Whereas I might do something on camping or something like that, something that I understand. So hopefully through the uh, hosting, you can start to learn more about all of us and we can all learn whatever that week's uh, idea is kind of together.
0: Yeah. Um, And then of course, we can always reach um, reach out to the community. And obviously we want to talk about things that, that y'all want to hear about too so share with us like what you want us to talk about because at the end of the day like obviously like yeah like we're talking amongst each other but we're talking for for y'all so um
1: yeah when we're talking about stuff like that
0: how about Honestly, y'all see
1: even if even if y'all have opinions go ahead and send us your opinions we we'll, we could probably find a way to incorporate that into our pot our, in our podcast and kind yeah. of share our sides of whatever you guys suggest
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: and there will be future opportunities to you know different polls and stuff of like what you might think but that'll be a little bit later on so uh we we do have some plans for some more interactive stuff but i think as quinton just said like i think the best way is to either just comment or you can direct message if you have a specific topic you want and then if you know there's enough people that want that or if it's just hey this is my opinion on your last podcast of like i agree or disagree on this point at this time stamp or i thought it was done well like any kind of feedback is also welcome um we won't take it as
0: (laughs) personal yeah
2: yeah, constructive feedback right it yeah is, is always welcome even if you think it might hurt our feelings um the whole point of this podcast is that we can tolerate it. Right. So yeah, I think we'll be fine, but um, is there anything else other than that?
0: No, I think with that being said, um, that'll be the end of our first episode, guys. Um, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> it took I'm already a little excited while for the next episode. I know me too. Uh, just as a closing line, I just wanted to say again, check out our instagram and twitter at witty talk um we're gonna be posting new episodes every friday at 10 a.m and like we already said before um we're always open to comments suggestions anything like that so reach out to us on social um and i think that'll be it for that but i guess we'll
1: see you guys next week don't forget your feelings at the door I'll see y'all on the next one hey fellas welcome to witty talk where we talk about anything and everything controversial or comedic and if you don't like it what's it to you so my name is ramiro and i'll be your host for today and before we get started remember to check your feelings at the door unfortunately for today it's going to be only me and quentin yeah that's matt, matt has some business to do so we'll try and make the most of this episode it's
0: still gonna be a good show
1: <laughs> yeah we'll still we'll, we'll make the most of it so today I wanted to introduce a new segment called Shower Thoughts, where we kind of talk about uh, weird and random things that we just might think about. For example, today's question is going to be, can soap get dirty? So Quentin, wh- what do you think? What are your thoughts on that?
0: So immediately my mind goes to yes, 100% yes. Just because when you think about it, if you drop soap, for example, like how we did in the skit, that soap is considered dirty to me. Uh, there's no way that I'm gonna use it after that. It's just I, I see too many contaminants on it. So for me, I think soap can get dirty.
1: Mm, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on the opposite spectrum. I I feel like there's really no way for soap can get. At least for me, I don't think soap can get dirty because the way you're describing it is you're describing soap as as more of I don't know, more like a sponge, like the the stuff that gets on the soap just stays there and makes it dirty. Well, for me, soap is kind of like more of a chemical just condensed into a solid that just helps you get dirty. Yeah. You know? So I, 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 I kind of don't think soap can get dirty. I feel like even if soap does like, get something on it, it's just very easily cleanable. Like, the soap itself is not dirty. It's not unusable yet.
0: Okay, so while we're on the topic of how you said you can just clean something off the soap, if someone had athlete's foot or, like, a a contagious skin disease, would you consider, like, would you use that soap?
1: Um, I don't think I would... Just because i I feel like that's that's a different scenario because for example, I mean athlete's foot athlete's foot is a fungus, yeah, right like athletes foot athlete's foot is a fungus, and f- for those of you that don't know athlete's foot is contagious um another fungi another example of a fungus could be made like ringworm and mm-hmm. stuff I think. That depends, because I don't think soap can get dirty. I still stand by that point. But, like, for example, um, I, in high school, I took a class called sterile processing, right? Where they taught us uh, the processes, uh, the processes of decontaminating, sterilizing surgical equipment. And with that, we learned uh a lot about you know what to use with certain um micro like microbiological organisms and stuff like that you know you can't you, you can't just use dish soap to decontaminate a, an instrument right
0: well yeah like, cuz um, if you did then we'd all be
1: <laughs> we'd yeah. all be in so trouble you, <laughs> you you have to use certain things for certain for different things yeah and one of the things they taught us is that Anything that comes from a living body, anything that is organic is impossible to decontaminate so if there's a hair on an instrument uh, it's automatically contaminated it's 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 uh, you can't sterilize it you can't clean it there's no such thing as clean hair there's no such thing as clean skin there's no such thing as clean toenails there's no such everything everything's dirty is dirty yes. However, I think that the only reason I wouldn't use the soap is because there, there's like maybe hair or skin on it. Because soap is already an unfavorable um it's 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 uh how do you say it? Bacteria and all that kind of stuff doesn't want to live there. Okay. Because essentially, the purpose of soap is to break away bonds which kill bacteria and kill everything that um, is supposed to, quote-unquote, contaminate us. Yeah. Right? And it, quote-unquote, cleans us. So it's kind of like us living in poison. We, we obviously would not survive. We don't want to live in poison. Yeah. But let's say you have a raft. Right? You have a boat. You have a raft. You have something to stand on to prevent you from actually touching the poison. Mm-hmm. You'll, you would you would be okay. you would still be alive and stuff. I, I see soap in this situation that same way where if there happens to be a hair or maybe like skin or such so something that allows the bac- the fungus, bacteria, whatever con- contag- highly contagious thing that that person might have had to be able to stay there then i wouldn't use the soap but i still think the soap itself is not dirty it's more of the hair or whatever the thing is what's dirty
0: so how would you classify that soap then like for, like for, for example like i already said um athlete's foot or a contagious skin disease you you said that you wouldn't use the soap in that instance so how would you classify it because like for me I'd classify it as dirty because there's contaminants that are now on the soap which make the soap unusable for me
1: so obviously, the first word that comes to my mind is contaminated you know that's that's the first thing that I was taught in sterile processing,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: again, saying it out loud it 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 just doesn't feel right to to call it contaminated because
0: so what, hold on really quick what you're saying is is that you would still u- you would still use a, a dirty bar of soap mm, well you see
1: what what for what counts as dirty for you
0: so for I'm, me dirty means like I think we like if I drop the soap dirty if um if someone else uses that bar of soap, dirty. If... uh, It takes a lot... It doesn't take a whole lot for me to consider soap dirty once... um, Once it's been, like, used or something like that. Like, even me, I would consider a bar of soap dirty after I use it. That's why I wash the soap after I'm done with it.
1: You see, for me... So... For you, dirty just means that something besides you used it right
0: well i mean i was gonna say even me though like i said like even myself i would consider that because like if i was outside or something like that if i have dirt on me or germs or whatever and that then gets on the soap i'm still gonna at that point i'd clean the soap to make sure that it was usable once again but if there was something like like I said, if someone else used the soap and they had athlete's foot, I'm not using that soap again. I'm throwing it away.
1: Mm. So, how do I explain this? So, with this, with the whole soap, I mean. Does it have to? Do, does it have to be like a contagious thing for you to not use no, it? No,
0: it's, it's it's anything that in my again it's more of a mental thing for me because I'm more of a clean freak. I like things in a specific order. I don't like things to be um, like dirty at all. I like I like things in a like a very particular in a particular way, and if I see that the soap is in any way. Not in that way of let me let me say this again. If I say that the soap, if I see that the soap is any way that isn't suited for like me, I'm not using it just because I just I don't I don't see myself overcoming that just because it's like I said, I, I'm very particular in the way that I am, not just with soap, but with everything. Um if if a fly lands on my on my burger bun I'm throwing the burger bun away and I'm getting a new bun. That's just So me.
1: then so so what's I'm having trouble understanding like the difference with soap. So I'm I'm going back to your example of you dropping the soap and you automatically say, "Yep, no that's dirty. I'm not I'm not using it." We, couldn't you just clean the soap? I mean, soap is meant to clean things you could just run it through water and just kind of clean it or if anything if you're really really bothered by a certain area of the soap that touched a different area you could just carve that area off i mean pretty sure the inside of the soap hasn't touched anything Uh, i see kind of like your burger like yeah took the bun off like i'm with you on that the burger's still there
0: i'm with you on that it's just that it's a mental thing for me. It's like if you, it's like if you go somewhere like a haunted house or something like that, and then you're spooked because you're like like you're scared by something. You don't want to go back to that house again because you have a bad memory of it. That's me with again. I know it's a bit of extreme, but that's me with soap in a way. If I, if I see that it gets dirty or if it's in a weird spot, like. If I, I'm not, this isn't a very common example, but if I drop a piece of soap outside on the dirt, I'm not using that soap again. Like, again, I know it's very specific. Like, why would you take a bar of soap outside anywhere? But I'm not using that soap again just because, again, I don't, I don't think that that's, I don't think it's suited for me.
1: Okay, let me ask you this. So, if you clean yourself with the bar of soap, let's say, let, 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 let's say you clean your cheeks. <laughs> right. obviously, it, it's going to get contaminated with something, right? Yeah. So, do you see it as unusable? Well, see, I I mean, um, I clean my
0: cheeks, just to make it clear. I don't not clean my cheeks. I clean my <laughs> cheeks. But I don't use the, the bar of soap. That's just weird. Like, I'm not putting soap there. That's weird. Like, <laughs> I... I I'll take the soap and put it on something else, but I'm not putting. I'm not taking the bar of soap and shoving it in between my cheeks. That's just weird.
1: Okay, what what are you gonna put the soap on that helps you clean your cheeks?
0: What are those things
1: called? Like the the little shower thingies? Yeah, loofas, bro. Loofas are the loofahs. best. <laughs> All right. So think about every single time you use a loofa. Like, do you use a loofa for the conversations about it's... soap? It's not about loofas. No, but it's the same. This this is. Oh, actually, you're telling it's me it's actually a loofah can't get dirty,
0: though? Are you telling me
1: a loofah can't no, get dirty? No, 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 that's, that's different. I feel like that's a piece... The loofah's main purpose is... Then I would compare it to a sponge. Yeah, like, I was like... It's easy, for, it's easy for a loofah to harbor bacteria. But it's also just as easy to clean it. Because, again, you're you're using soap to actually clean it. But the point I was trying to make is that you're claiming that it's a mental thing, that if something, some little thing gets on the soap, it's automatically the entire soap is unusable for you. And I was trying to contradict that a little bit by saying, okay, so let's say you're washing yourself, right? Obviously, not a lot of us would dare, not a lot of us would say are, cheeks are clean not a lot of us would eat food off of our cheeks right yeah even though society nowadays is a little weird i don't but... think anyone's
0: eating food off of their cheeks still though <laughs> that's just that's just weird
1: so think about how you bathe obviously you i hope all of y'all are using soap when you bathe <laughs> but like See, i no don't know man some to... people be a little sweaty <laughs> <laughs> let me just sprinkle some water i'll be fine <laughs> No, but the reason I brought the loofah in is because uh, I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of the same as soap, where let's say you obviously you're washing your, your cheekies with the loofah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're using the loofah f- to wash other parts of your body. So. I'm not using feet, the
0: loofah to wash my face.
1: <laughs> but but it's, you're still washing other parts of your body, right? Yes, your, yes. Your hands, your arms, your chest, your back. Your legs, everything. Right? I feel
0: like this needs to be said, just because we we, we bringing up cheeks a lot. I'm not scrubbing <laughs> in between the cheeks. That's weird. No, bro, I just mean not. like on top of them. You got <laughs> like the you buttocks you gotta, you gotta scrub, bro. You don't scrub, scrub in between your. What do you think toilet you, paper's for? You get it. Bro,
1: what's toilet paper gonna do? Oh it's just no, smearing your your your. De- anyway, we're going a little off topic.
0: I, I, this needed to be said though, because I I, I don't. I, I, this could be a whole other video of itself. I'm not putting a bar of soap or a loofah or anything in between my cheeks. That's all I'm saying. That'd be kind
1: of funny. This is a, this is a, this turned into a weird episode. Nah, lie. Nah, I think it's I think it's very relevant. I think it's. It's very relevant. Are you trying but,
0: to tell me that you put soap in between... Like, you put a bar of soap in I between your cheeks? I put a damn
1: bar of soap in my cheeks, but I still clean my cheekies, bro. Yes, no, but I'm- you don't
0: put anything in between.
1: Bro, I don't know about you. No, but, no. But <laughs> I, 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 I have some hair that is not in my face. Stop. I, stop.
0: <laughs> don't go that way. I'm
1: pretty, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can understand. I'm pretty sure a lot oh. of my fellow Hispanics can... <laughs> Can um, <laughs> understand where I'm coming from. Oh so you, no! You, 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 you gotta you gotta make sure you you clean yourself, bro. Yes, you you, but you, there you are there are make...
0: more effective ways than shoving a bar of soap there.
1: Yeah, you can't just smear yourself with toilet paper. It's not doing anything. Mm. It's like think of it. Well, nah, we'll save that for another episode. How about that? Yeah, I think I that I, I, think I, I, I think I have a whole debate on how you should how you should wash your ass
0: okay, <laughs> okay,
1: so going back to the whole, whole thing <laughs> okay, yeah, so it's actually very interesting how um just how you kind of p- how you kind of determine whether soap is clean or not you're you're a little more like oh it's fine, it got dirty, I could just get another one well me i'm more uh, i guess i'm a little more conservative with the soap more economical yeah so so to speak because for me like again for me if something gets on the soap it's no big deal like i can literally just wash the soap because that is literally the overall purpose of soap is to wash stuff to basically i don't want to say decontaminate but to get rid of most bacteria and all that stuff to, to clean yeah Let's just leave it simple just to clean So, I think soap does have the potential to clean itself, and if it's some kind of residue, like, let's say, like, a piece of dirt or a hair, if you're really that bothered by it, for me, it's very easy to just carve that piece off. Kind of like how you did with your burger. You, You just, you essentially just removed a piece of the burger and just replaced it with a new one. Obviously, you can't replace soap with a new piece of soap, but... You can still use the rest of the soap so that you don't have to just throw away the whole soap, get a new one. You can still use the soap to its to its fullest.
0: Yeah, and I, I, see, I see what you mean there. Because, again, it goes back to our mentalities of, with me, I'm more of, once I use something and I get my use out of it, I'm okay with just getting, tossing aside. Right? Even if I need to get something else, I'm okay with that. Whereas you, like you said, you're more... Um, conservative with your stuff you make sure that you can get everything out of it and um it makes it makes more sense
1: yeah and i'll just ask this final question uh, we could wrap this episode up so do you think there's any possible way for us to have like a middle ground between this like, i mean yeah um would i think you say the middle ground is
0: i think the middle ground is that we we both pretty much agree that if there's, like, a disease, like, how we said earlier, if there's, like, a disease or something like that on the soap, we we, we see that as more of maybe not, like, how you said, you, did you, I don't think you ever said, like, really, like, dirty soap, but, like, again, that's I would view it as dirty soap, but we would see it more as, like, unusable, whereas, like, I can also see your point of just carving off a piece of the soap and um, continuing to use that same bar But like I said, for me more, that's just the mentality of it. I, that's something I would have to work to get over.
1: (laughs) So there is definitely middle ground there. Yes. So if you never knew that that soap was quote unquote dirty, you would be fine with using the soap.
0: I mean, I probably questioned why the soap was cut in half (laughs) and stuff like that. But yeah,
1: like, yo, this soap don't, don't look correct. Yeah. So, but you for, uh, you for sure would not use someone else's soap. No. Out of the question. Hmm. I understand. I understand. Yeah, again. I'm just going to say this. I have never in my entire life, and maybe it does exist, but I have never seen like mold or fungus or anything. Anything that's essentially contagious grow on soap. (laughs) The only Uh. thing I've ever seen on soap that is kind of dirty is maybe hair. I don't, I don't think I've even e- ever seen soap with dirt on it. I don't, I don't see why you would bring <sighs> soap outside with you.
0: I was a weird child in that I would just like, I don't know, do quote unquote experiments. Thanks, Jimmy Neutron. And <laughs> um, I, I pff, not even experiments. I was just kind of a messy child. Like uh, I remember, I was cleaning out my room one time and I found like an old like big red can and there was still big red right in there but it was like sludge at that point and i thought that was so cool now that horrifies me but like as a kid i thought that was amazing so like i i know there there's something from my childhood it was soap i just know there is that's that's what that's what caused all of this for me to be like
1: no way you know it's just like no that, i I, yeah. I get you but i yeah. get you but yeah all right well i think we're gonna wrap this episode up right here um I'm actually really excited to have uh, that debate with you (laughs) in the future. (laughs) You know what? I think if on honestly, I think that could be another shower thought. But um, you guys can look forward to more shower thoughts in the future as well as more episodes. Remember to follow the podcast at Woody Talk on Instagram, Twitter, and on Spotify to get updates and notifications when new episodes release. And if you'd like. You can follow us on our personals. We'll more than likely send them out um, in the uh, Witty Talk uh, social media. Uh, where obviously, some of us have very small um, socials, but we'll, we'll send them out. So thank you for watching, and don't forget to pick your feelings up on your way out.
2: Nice.